and welcome to Words and Roses episode 4. Welcome back. This is a podcast about how we use our stationery in everyday life. I am Miranda at Have It Grows Rights. And I'm Chelsea from Those With Words. Welcome to the episode. And welcome back, Chelsea. I am glad to be here because we have a very interesting episode. I think I'm going to say that every single time. It's an interesting episode. I hope <laughs> we have it's a interesting. Very, we have a very fun episode ahead of us. Yeah. One we actually did research for, and I kind of felt mm-hmm. bad because we started like 35 minutes late of a recording time because I was like, wait, Chelsea, did you look at this? Ha- have you seen this? What about this? Did you <laughs> consider this? And I think in the first episode, we're like, you know what? We're not going to do research. It's not like our thing. And then I was just like, but what about on-the-ground investigative reporting? <laughs> Which, yeah, we did like, some light, fun research this time around. Nothing too heavy, super in-depth, but yeah, it was fun. I do not feel like I could write a full report on this. Like if I were to sit down, write a research paper, it would be incomplete. So kind of in the context of we did research, but not like we could go like a step further. But we're going to give you, I think, a different perspective on what we're talking about. Anyway, we're talking about planners that are not Mm -hmm. Hobonichi, that are not. Gasp. (laughs) Yeah, right? It's not Kokuyo. It's not the Jibun. It's like not any, any of those brands you know of because i know like the jibon tattoos like by kokuyo right mm-hmm. right so that's theirs and then we also have like oh gosh uh like bomb kuhen's beautiful little planner and so it's like all of those mm-hmm. not even that that's not what we're talking about we're talking about you walk into the grocery store and what do you see mm-hmm. exactly have you looked lately <laughs> have you looked because it's interesting <laughs> um and, and that's kind of what i'm gonna ask is because that's I think we were talking about it, Chelsea, recently of what planners we're using. And I pulled out my old stuff and I have like this box of my old um, journals and stuff and saw my original planner that I got from Target. And I said, dang, what's going on over there? (laughs) Yeah. What do they have these days? Do they have planners these days? And so I got a message from Miranda, like, should we look just to kind of see, like, is that time of year also here, you know, for us? in the United States. And uh, I mean, it definitely is, you know, it's almost end of September as we're recording this. Mm -hmm. And I mean, back to school season has come and gone really. But in terms of 2023 planners, I think this is the right time. So I was like, sure, let's go take a look. And that's what, you know, part of what we looked at. I was actually curious to see if there were a substantial number of 2023 planners at this point, just because usually around this time of year, as you said, it's like the back to school season sort of come and gone. And now we're getting into fall. And I don't think that's necessarily a time if I were not in this community, I would be looking for a planner. Like that just doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. But it seems like Target and other places are kind of gearing up for that, which is rather cool to see. So I, I do want to do like another little planner check-in as we get toward like December to see if there's anything different in the supply. Uh, but there's definitely supply there for 2023 right now. Uh, but before we get into that topic, I do want to make some a little, I guess kind of an announcement for our upcoming schedule. It's not like huge, uh, but both of us will be unavailable soon. Sorry. <laughs> life happens yeah exactly so episode five will be delayed by a week uh so that'll be on 10 15 so october 15th is when we will be releasing episode five and then we're still gonna be busy so episode six will be out on october 29th so we're kind of doing an every other week situation for october but then hopefully after that we can get back into a weekly schedule we'll let y'all know 
but mm-hmm. it just ended up being the best option for us for right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before we get into our planner discussion, let's talk about our journal prompt response. Also, thank you again, everyone who's been tagging us on Instagram and who have been listening to the show and sharing it. We really appreciate it. Um, Chelsea and I were looking at our numbers and we're just like, whoa, yeah, who wow. are you people? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, yeah. you know, like, like, like Patrick under the rock. Wait, have you seen Spongebob? Yes, I have. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay, I'm, I got you. Okay, okay. Oh, I make a lot of SpongeBob references, and sometimes I feel bad because people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you don't know. Shmini Workman Jensen? That's how you say his name. You can never pronounce it right. But he was number one. So, you know, <laughs> but anyway, SpongeBob aside, um, thank you so much, guys. I, I really, really appreciate it. I know, Chelsea, it's been surprising yeah i mean again we're not doing this for anything else other than fun but it's just been really overwhelming again all the support from the community and yeah keep tagging us on those prompt posts i love seeing them Um, yeah i mean checking the words and roses instagram account on my phone has been one of the highlights of my day to be honest so it's been really really fun so thank you and keep on sharing um and i believe the prompt from episode three last time that we talked about is a new season is on the horizon. What seasonal treat are you looking forward to? So we have our answers ready to go. Miranda, do you want to go first? Sure. Mine's pretty quick. Um, I'm definitely one of those people who runs to Starbucks and gets a pumpkin spice latte. I didn't <laughs> actually do that this year for whatever reason. Instead, I ran straight to Trader Joe's because they stocked all of their pumpkin stuff. Yeah. Ugh, and they they have other soups and things that I love. So I just, I grabbed a basket and I was like, here we go. My wallet is hurting. <laughs> my stomach and my soul are in a good place. So they actually have this like autumnal soup that has like pumpkin and squash and some other stuff in it. That is my favorite thing. Like if I could eat that every day, I probably would. I actually had it for dinner today. So um, sounds lovely. Yeah. So my favorite thing for the season is definitely getting back into soup season. I love to make a chicken tortilla soup that my mom taught me and a lot of other soups actually. I have a, I have a lot on my list, but Chelsea, how about you? Yeah, so for me, I'm actually not the biggest fan of pumpkin spice, probably because I didn't grow up with pumpkin spice in my life. For quick context, I grew up in South Korea for the first 11 years of my life. And I mean, we obviously had, you know, pumpkin things, but not necessarily, this wasn't like an autumnal fall thing there. Like every time, you know, there'd be like pumpkin spice and pumpkin pie, you know, that that wasn't really a thing. I feel Um, like that didn't become a thing for me until I was like in college and doing my own thing. Cause my mom actually hates pumpkin. Oh, she doesn't doesn't like pumpkin pie or anything. So I didn't have one until I was an adult. I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. This magical thing. Um, so yeah, I'm not the biggest pumpkin spice Mm -hmm. person, but I do like pumpkin pie sort of Uh, Coming back to that, I do like pumpkin pie. It's one of the few like pumpkin flavored things that I really like. What I do like a little bit more are like apple flavored things. And so around this time of year, you get like candied apple things and all this other stuff. Again, for context, we are in the fall autumnal season in the United States here. And so um, something that reminds me of that all the time is my mother-in-law actually makes really, really good apple crumb cake. It's like not too sweet. It's like really crumbly. It's really fluffy and it's really, really good. And uh, she has her own sort of recipe that she uses. And so it'll probably get made at some point sometime soon. And I'm very much looking forward to it. 
I've never had apple crumb cake, but I really want it. I want that. It's really delicious. That sounds yeah, so lovely. It's so good. Yeah. Ah, yay. I, I don't know. Every time there's a new season, I'm like, oh, what about the food? Because I think that's just <laughs> such a big change. Yeah. But it is about the food. <laughs> yeah. I think food it's is, a fruit. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just the food is a good way to kind of transition into a new season mm-hmm. and kind of celebrate the mood of that particular season. Whatever, you know, um, seasonal things you may or may not be into. I think it's just kind of fun to see different snacks and flavors and things show up. Seasonal exclusives, if you will, at grocery stores and things like that. It's just, I don't know, it's just fun. What's the seasonal thing for spring? Like the seasonal food? I just realized, I think spring is the only season that comes in. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this food's pumped back. There's nothing. <laughs> I guess if we were in East Asia, you could at least count on like the cherry blossom flavor things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Korea actually has a lot of that too um, during oh. cherry blossom season. And so... Yeah, I guess you could at least, uh, you know, think about that. But I'm not actually quite sure. Um, when I think seasonal here in the United States, I often think of like, yeah, the fall, winter, pumpkin spice, you know, peppermint, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Then when I think of summer, I think of barbecues outside or the cold mm-hmm. beer or like a really refreshing lemonade that has like strawberries in it or something, watermelon. You know, I love spring, but now I'm loving it a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, let's talk about planners. (laughs) Planners, transitioning from food to planners. Yes, Um, a very quick note that in this section, you may hear some clicking that may be us clicking our mouses as we pull some pages up. There are just simply too many things for us to talk about that we had. I I tried to write a lot of it down and just realized that I was losing game because there's just too much. Um, So we do have... Some items we'll be looking at, and I will try to edit it out as I can, but I hope it is not too disturbing. So bear with us as we tell you about planners, which you're like, oh, we know planners. I'm like, yes, but do you know these planners? And you might, <laughs> you might be very familiar with them, in which case yeah. I'm excited. Please, if, if you are, please tag us in like an Instagram story or a post or something. I would love to hear about your experience with these planners because... Mm-hmm. I, I have, oh, like, it's weird to say, I have prior experience, but it's been many moons, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Chelsea, aside from me just bugging you about it, what were you curious about when we started getting into this? Yeah, I think it was just for me, it was more or less looking at what other options are out there. For some reason, I mean, I go to Target with my partner pretty often and for some reason it's just been ages since the last time I actually stepped into the stationery section probably because at this point in my you know planning slash creative journaling journey I'm you know about five years in and at this point I know what I like and so I don't tend to deviate too often and so it's Mm -hmm. just been years quite literally years since the last time I looked at that section. And so when you messaged me about it, I was like, you know, that's a great question. I'm going to go look right now. And so the next day we happened to be at Target and I was like, I'm going to go over here right now. And so it was just more or less, you know, what other options are out there? Um, There are only a couple months until 2023, believe it or not. And, you know, I figured some nearby stores would sell some planners. Um, And yeah, it was just a good way to explore what's available near me that's not necessarily you know doesn't involve ordering through an online store or getting a shipment from a different country right these are planners Mm -hmm. and notebooks that you can just like walk into a place and purchase um 
so yeah, I think that's been, you know, that was really interesting for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I just wanted to see how much they had changed at this point. Uh, the planner I had at the time was tiny. It was so cute. And I just wanted to know, like, do they still have those tiny planners? Uh, what sort of layouts are they rocking? Like, what's happening? And so for this one, we did research in person, as Chelsea just said. She went on the ground to Target. And I was really surprised because you went, like, that day. You're like, oh, I'm here. I was like, oh. Yeah, we happened to we <laughs> happened to go there and I was like, oh, you know what? While I'm here, I'm going to go look at the stationery section because podcast research. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then when I went, I went to a Target in the city. So it's the one, if you guys know San Francisco, there's this Target by the Metreon, which mm-hmm. is sort of this plaza area that has a movie theater. There's also the convention center that a lot of people go to for different events in San Francisco. And so it's kind of in a hustle bustle area. The Target itself is pretty small because it is a city Target. So I was really curious to see what they'd have on display. And they actually had a fair bit, despite it being a small space. Uh, we also did some research online as well. Um, so I checked out the Target store just to see what other things we may have missed when we were on the ground looking at stuff. And a quick note that Target actually has a pretty cool sorting feature. Whenever you're looking at their planner section, they can, they have it where you can look at daily, weekly, monthly, and some other options as well. And so I was actually pretty impressed by that because I kind of sort of thought they would just like lump all the school and office supplies together. But you know, mm-hmm. they had some pretty decent like planner format tags. And um, they have an undated section as well. But of course, whatever you find online for Target, you're going to find more than you would in store just because it has a bigger stock, right? Yeah. So let's hop into it. Chelsea, what were your first impressions? My first impressions were, well, one, um, I was surprised that the section and how large it was. I think there was like almost a whole row of just planners. And then on the other side, it was just notebooks. And so um, I went to my local Target um, in the peninsula in the San Francisco Bay Area here. So a little bit more space than probably the city Target. Um, And so, yeah, the whole thing back and forth was just all paper and notebooks. And that's not including, you know, the pens and all these other accessories and things. So I was like, oh, this is, you know, larger than I thought. And walking down through it, it was interesting to see the variety of things that were being offered. So... Um, we'll get into this a little bit more. A lot of them were ring bound or like spiral bound Mm -hmm. planners. And what I found interesting was sometimes they were made of um, like plastic material, but then other times they had this, like, I don't know exactly what it is. It's type of like faux leather, maybe PVC kind of material as Mm. well. And so I found one where you could insert a spiral notebook inside. So it's almost like a traveler's notebook, except there's no rubber bands or anything like that involved. You just kind of insert the back of the notebook into this like bigger cover, which was interesting to see. And yeah, it was just different than what I usually look at. So yeah, it was actually a little bit refreshing. And I didn't end up walking away with anything because I sort of have my system already set and I have what works for me, but it was fun. What about you? So I was actually going in hoping to buy something because I thought it'd be kind of cool just to like add one of these into my rotation for what? I have no idea, but you know, we find a way. (laughs) 
we'll figure it out, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we always say. Like, I don't know what I'm going to use this for, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, this could be the planner that I put next to my door so I keep track of how much I walk or something. I don't know. Um, unfortunately, I didn't find anything. So again, the city target is rather small despite having a pretty decent section. And it kind of is also rather picked over already, which is surprising to me. And I didn't see anything in the budget range that I wanted, which was like less than 15 maybe, which is very mm -hmm. cheap. But if I'm getting like a tiny planner, that that's that makes sense to me. Like they have like a $5 like monthly planner. So they do have like a, a nice little range there. Um, but the ones that I wanted were definitely like out of stock. And I did see one that I liked, but it had it had something mysterious on it. And I said, I'm not going to touch that. City life. So <laughs> I just let that be. Um, and yeah, just to your point too, I was surprised at like how much space they allotted for planners. So at this point, I took notes, Chelsea. I took a lot of notes. And I was very curious about the brands that they're displaying. So Target has a special display for this brand called Sugar Paper. Um, and so I actually went to two Targets. So I went to another Target uh, outside the city at another point with a friend, just when I was roaming around. And that was there as well. And so it seems every now and then Target will have collaborations with different brands. And I think this is mm -hmm. a brand based out of LA. And it definitely has an aesthetic. It's very gray, black, white, gold sort of, hmm, I, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's a little bit more of like that feminine chic in a way, mm -hmm. I think is what it's trying to go for. And they have like academic planners, a lot of daily, monthly, a lot of rings. And one thing that I thought was really cool about this brand is they had accessories with everything. So they had like desk calendars, they had like post-it notes. They also had uh, these really cool little page flag inserts. So what it is, is essentially is if you buy this little page flag thing, um, you can just like press it into your rings. So, so how you can expand your planner. So like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like you can just, yeah. if, if you have your, so I know for me, that would be really cool to have whenever I'm reading because I use a lot of page flags to note things that I liked and then I could go write in my journal later or something. And so it's kind of just a cool little feature. And I think especially uh, a nice thing for students. So they had like also like pens and I think like storage boxes for paper if you wanted. And they also had, I think some, some different binders and things you could get. So it was an interesting little display. Um, again, very feminine. And I think that's sort of a, a theme we'll talk about here soon too, is just like the themes of what kind of planners were offered. Um, then the other planner systems that I saw there were from a brand called Blue Sky. And that one was one that I basically saw everywhere. So in addition to Target, I also looked into Walgreens and CVS, which if you're not in the US, those are drugstores here. So you can go in, just go pick up your medicine. You can go get toilet paper, you can get whatever. But they also have planners. And actually I took note of them because last year, or when is it last year? Yeah, when I was getting my COVID vaccine, I was like, I'm in a store. This is so weird. It's not the one grocery store I go to and then go home. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the aisle we were waiting at, I saw planners. I was like, what? They have planners here? Yeah. Say what? And it was like March, I oh, think. Oh, wow. Because it was spring okay. when the first va yes. vaccine rolled yeah. out. And so I was just so surprised to see like their planners out that late. And they already had half year planners. I was like, wow. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, impressive. Right? That's it was awesome. so cool, which you might be like, well, of course, why not? But I think stationery is just not that important here. Or I mean, it, it's here, but it's not 
the same sort of culture that I think you get when you're importing from like Japan or Taiwan or even Korea or other places. Like there's just, it's more stationary rich, you could say. Like there's just a lot of variety and a lot of care into when these planner systems are released. Like it's an event, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas here, I think these brands are just so prolific and like this is the brand you get from these stores. Um, it's not the same, I think, celebration. Maybe there is. Maybe I just don't know. And to note too, this is not about like Michael's. This is not Happy Planner. Those I would consider specialty stores. Like that's a specialty mm -hmm. offering you have to go to the craft store to get. I would say it's a little bit more of like the big box stationery store, right? Um, it's yeah. like a whereas our stationery stores that we really love are hyper focused. So then there's Michaels, and then of course there's like Office Depot and things, and those have their own sort of systems going. But when you go to Target or Walgreens or something like that, it's very different. Um, and to kind of sweep back around to the point. Mm -hmm. um, but Blue Sky was a brand that I saw kind of everywhere. Um, and Chelsea, you noticed that they had a lot of different sizes as well. Yeah. And so not a lot of, I would say, defined sizes, but instead just lots of different sizes in general. So um, I'm sure if I looked up all the different descriptions and all the different notebooks, I would be able to find measurements and things like that. But for example, um, in the planning community and journaling community that we're used to, right, you and I, um, we are used to sizes like A5, A6, B6 slim, you know, like things like that that are very more or less standard. Of course, there's varieties of that. So for example, like the Kokuyo Jibuntecho comes in a very specific A5 slim size that's wider than a traveler's notebook insert, but it's not A5, right? So there's still some interesting, unique things out there, but by and large, we're used to like those A5, A6 type of markers. But these stores um, that we looked at were just kind of all over the place. Um, it ranges from like the small, tiny monthly book that you talked about to really, really large, maybe eight and a half by 11 inches. So that's Actually, like a typical yes. printer size, um, mm -hmm. printer paper size, I mean, in the US. So there were a lot of those and those are massive. And so they're really meant for like, planners that you put on your desk I don't really think they're supposed to be that portable mm -hmm. and so I saw a couple of those as well and I was like wow these are huge planners and so yeah sort of all over the place in terms of sizes and lots of different ones and I couldn't really find one consistent size across them all yeah and I think again blue sky was the one that had a lot of those so on target's website if you go to paper one of the sorting features is paper size and the biggest is definitely like the 8.5 8 by 11. So a letter paper size and the smallest is like 3.5 by 6 inches. So I think that actually weirdly makes sense to me because now that I think about it, I didn't know about A A5 or A6 books as like a label until I got into more Japanese stationery. I think that's mm -hmm. just weirdly an American thing. because like letter paper is something that's known. And I think unless you're in like publishing, like print media or any other things, like or like any sort of physical media, like printing, um, like photocopy shops, whatever it is, you don't really see A5, A6, all those sort of labels very often. Like what's a B6? You know, like I think people go more often in the US or by the States generally just by inches, which is weird. Yeah. But I think that makes sense because a lot of US measurements are just weird. <laughs> <laughs> just like so eight and, like and a half by 11, five by seven. You know, these are all inches that we're yeah, talking Yeah, you know that about. side, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't remember. Um, and the funny thing is, I think I was only familiar with A5, A6, and I recognized the terminology when I got into 
planning is because I grew up with A4 paper in Korea. And A4 paper is like mm-hmm. that standard printing paper in Korea. And when I moved here to the uh. United States with my parents, I thought, oh, eight and a half by 11. So is that like A4 paper? But it's not quite the same, right? It's a little bit different. So I just remember learning that for the first time and being like, okay, A4 paper is not the same as letter paper. <laughs> and I just like had to remind myself a little bit. It was just kind of funny. Um, it's a fun childhood memory about paper sizes for you. But yeah, um, yes. a lot of different options and... Yeah, just sort of, um, like I said, very different all over the place. Not necessarily a bad thing. I'm not trying to say it's a good or bad thing. I think it's just interesting uh, that there's these differences here. Yeah, so there was a few other brands I saw. Um, There was one called At A Glance, and they had more of that, it seemed like, in also a variety of sizes at Target. Like, I'm literally looking at a photo that I took to see. It's like, oh, yes, this was also at a glance. And then um, I also saw, I think, a sub-brand or, like, a brand by Blue Sky was called Day Designer, which I saw a few labels for that one as well, which we'll Mm -hmm. get into that here in a second. And then, of course, I also saw Moleskin at Target. Um, Mm -hmm. That was, weirdly, one of the only black, just plain black planners I saw there was Moleskin. Yeah, actually, my experience was pretty similar. A lot of the other ones were super colorful. They either had like some kind of quote in the front or lots of florals as well. Just lots and lots of flowers everywhere. Uh, Yeah, I would say that's one of the only plain ones that I saw also. Yeah, that's so this is something I guess to get into the design of what we saw there. Uh, I was a little disappointed that it did seem, I guess, it seemed so uniform in its aesthetics. Like it didn't, Mm -hmm. the planners in this area offer a very specific sort of image and I would have liked to seen a little bit more variety. Um, I think the sugar, what was it? The sugar paper, yeah. So like they have like pretty neutral stuff. It is still definitely more edging on like, um, like luxe feminine, feminine sort of gold, very pretty like structured look to it. Um, Then the rest had a little bit more of like, as you said, like florals and butterflies and different patterns and I didn't feel like it was easy to find something that was just neutral and weirdly that's one of the things that I liked about my patterned planner whenever I went and got it in college was it was just this black and white stripe very basic but it was Mm -hmm. cute like I I liked it it was very functional um so I kind of wish I would have seen a little bit more variety there and it might just be the stock that they have right now um because since it is like still a few months out till 2023 like maybe they expand their planner section in the future but that was just one thing I noticed and I would like to see a little bit more variety in what they offer and that was across two targets as well Mm -hmm. the one that I went to also had again like I said lots of florals but also a bunch of striped ones as well but they were very colorful so I'm looking at a photo right now that I took Some of it were sort of like peach colored, others were rainbows, others were just like black and white stripes. But like Miranda said, a little bit difficult to find just really simple, you know, no must, no fuss type of cover, I would say. Again, the closest thing that I saw was, um, and I'm trying to actually show Miranda right now on our call, (laughs) is this, that's the same refillable planning calendar that I talked about where you can insert the back of a spiral notebook into the back and that was just a brown gray color scheme that one was one of the more plain ones that I could see and 
I see some other blue ones and gray mm -hmm. ones as well, but it's got, you know, the year written in there, like spelled out 2023 and things like that. And that might not be up everybody's alley. Right. And so right. I agree that I would have liked to see a little bit more variety and even, I mean, you could say you could look at this photo, the same one that I'm looking at and say, there's a ton of variety here. But I think what we mean is, again, it's very one type of aesthetic and we would have liked to see just more variety across the different types of styles and aesthetics, especially externally on the cover itself. Yeah, and I will say, like, if you look online, it still is pretty samey. You do get some of those more standard, like, here is a black planner. And the, you could be like, Marina, why would you want that? And it's like, well, I don't necessarily want that. But I think I could see a lot of people I know going and be like, there's no planner here for me. Mm -hmm. And this this is just too, like, flowery or, like, go get them, girl, you know, kind of attitude. And we'll talk. I think we can kind of segue into that right now about sort of – the design of it, it, it is very live, laugh, love aesthetic for a lot of these, which is mm -hmm. not necessarily a bad thing. Like, if that's what you want, that's you've got a lot of options here. That's all I'm saying. Um, but if you don't, then it's a little harder to find things that are a bit more neutral. Um, I will say one of the cool things I saw about Blue Sky is they did have a lot of collaborations with different paper co brands. And I say mm -hmm. paper co brands because there's a lot of brands that go like something paper co. And um, I think there were one or two and I did not get their names of them. But they have, I think, their designs featured on the front and sort of like layout inspirations from them. Which I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. The one not cool thing about that is in the very back they have an insert about the, the brand you're supporting. And it has like their family photo in it. But it's like a laminated insert. And so you just have these people in your book. And like I get that they designed it. It's just a little weird. It's just like a yeah. Like who who are you? But like, you have your bio here, but I just wanted the dates on the back. It's just kind of weird that some of that doesn't feel very optional. So it's just not as, I guess, modular in some of the ways that I would like because they do also sell. I noticed for Blue Sky in particular, sells uh, refillable inserts as well, which is actually really nice. So mm -hmm. there is some sort of element of reusability. And it's like, buy these covers this year. And then next year, you can refill with a different thing. I don't actually know how the refills work. I guess maybe there's a way you can take apart the rings or something. But that was kind of cool. Yeah. And yeah. what you said, too, about the, you know, the photos and things, I found that interesting as well, because it's a, it's a, it's an interesting way for them to feature these like maybe smaller makers and, mm -hmm. you know, which I think is a, a great thing and it's a great initiative, but the way that they did it and in the way that you said, which is very non-optional, right? It's just like kind of not as modular and it's very much visible and there for you all the time at the back of the planner. And so, and maybe that was the intention, right? To feature these people You will never forget them. Yeah. yeah. And like, hey, you know, they helped us make this planner and like you should know about them, which I think is, again, a great initiative and good intention. It was mm -hmm. just interesting for me to see because I'm just so not used to seeing, you know, photos of people inside right. of like my uh, planners or my journals or my notebooks. Right. It's like cover to cover. There's nothing there. And so mm -hmm. that's what I'm more used to. And so that's why I think I was a little bit like, oh, this is different. Right. Um, I think, too, one thing that bummed me out is the print quality of some of those. Because in the back, it was actually really grainy and some of it was hard to read in, like, some of the mm. smaller prints. And so that was kind of surprising to me. I was like, you guys, if you're going to do this, like, go all in. Just give them, give them that feature. Give them, like, the glam, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So it, that was a little thing. Um, I, I don't know. It just, 
it's it's okay but I think hopefully as the year goes on we'll see more designs and more things I will say one thing I notice a lot with this particular brand blue sky which again we're talking about most because it was most prominent in these stores and I think is really easy to find um is they also include stickers sometimes, which I actually really liked. So mm-hmm. some of the planners that I opened, there are like two sheets of stickers. That's so like the same thing. And this very much says like kind of who they're trying to sell this to. And I think if you're if you're the target audience for this, you're kind of happy to see it. Because like there's a, like a cute like cursive date night sticker, a day off, like an appointment, spa day, TGIF, like stars, mm-hmm. balloons, like arrows. So you get like two sheets of those and they're pretty cute color palette. Like there's also very like Instagram-y emoji little bits that you can get in there. And it's, it's just kind of cute that it comes with that. So like if you get this book, like you already have some aesthetic items, just go with it. Um, yeah. And then of course you can like just take those out later if you use the sheet up. But um, one thing you also wrote down is that there's a common theme among all of these planners that you saw that I think is, has t- stood the test of time because it was true for my planner as well. Yeah. Are we talking layouts here? Oh, yes. We're talking yes. layouts. We're talking about the actual <laughs> book layout. Like, okay, we talked a lot about like the themes, the brands. What What's in these planners? I, I opened it up and I... Once again, immediately message Miranda because this is something that we've talked about and this is something that you've actually mentioned in your streams when you're talking Mm -hmm. about planner layouts. What I mean by that is these various planners that I found at Target, I would open them and there's a bunch of tabs, right? January through December. I'm like, cool. And I'm like, huh, The I flipped to December. I'm like, oh, that's the end of the planner. Then where are you going to fit all the week stuff? Because again, the planners that I'm used to, all the months are bunched up in the front and then all the weeks or days or what other layouts you have are all bunched together in the back. So I'm really, really used to having all the months together all the time at the front. But these planners did not have that. They had the month and then the tab and then you flip it over and then you have the weekly page. And I was like, oh, the weeks actually follow the respective months. Incredible. And so Incredible. yeah, and, <laughs> and I know that's something that was on Miranda's wish list for such a long time in terms of like, why are the months always together at the front? I don't understand. Like, why can't we have month and then the corresponding weeks and then the next month? Right. And so I just thought that was so funny because every single one <laughs> that I looked at, I looked at about five or six of them as well. They were all very similar in that particular layout. And they're all tabbed already too. Like they have the month tabs so you can quickly flip to them. And I think that is just so stinking cool. Like Mm -hmm. I really want that guys. I want that so bad. I really wish they were really like that for Hope and Yuchi. So I can see an advantage for both. If you have all the months together, you're getting this really nice yearly or half year overview of what's happening. Um, You can quickly see, did I actually have something scheduled here? Yes or no. But if you have the months embedded with the weeks, then you get that monthly overview before you jump into the week, like the weeks that preceded. So like if I have filled in all my planners, like I have my month planned out and then I open it, it's like last last week of, of the month, I turn the page and I see this whole month planned ready for me. All my birthdays are there, all of that. It just makes sense to my brain. And to see this actually in almost every single notebook I picked up was just wild. I was like, this is so strange how we just don't see this in other notebooks. Right. And I will say that that is definitely an advantage. So seeing the next month ready Mm -hmm. for you, because I often forget to flip back in my current planners 
back to the monthly pages to check especially birthdays because mm-hmm. you just mentioned birthdays and what i usually have to do because i don't look at the monthly pages enough for particular birthdays is i have to restamp the birthdays or have specific stickers again on the weekly pages so that i don't forget so then it's like well you know is that really productive or conducive right. to you know remembering when people's birthdays are maybe maybe not so i will say that uh, a layout like that where the months follow the weeks or vice versa would be a lot easier for me to just flip over and say oh, okay this is what i have coming up this month in terms of all my appointments to do's important things and birthdays and i'd be like okay cool like and now i have to look at that again and it helps me yeah and someone out there saying miranda miranda there is a planner that has it like that that you have in your home and i'm like yes it's true it's the thinking of you. The thinking yes. of you has yeah, the months right. embedded with the week. Mm-hmm. So that that is the one planner I've encountered. That's also why it's one of my favorites. That <laughs> also has that. I just wish also the Hobonichi did that because I love the Hobonichi. <laughs> but not for planning, yeah. which is weird, which we'll talk about here in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's that is one element. Um, one thing I also noticed too in these planners is that they're pretty samey in a lot of like what they offer as far as like the days are just sort of spread across like maybe two or three pages. It sort of depends. Most of them I found were weekly planners rather than daily. Um, the one that I did see for daily was the day designer. And this thing is a tome. It is massive. It is it is a huge book. And it looks more like it's sort of structured in the way to compete with the Happy Planner, which I know the Happy Planner has a lot of variety to it. Um, where the Day Planner, I think, is, is like the Happy Planner, really trying to be structured. It's trying to say, hey, you want to get your stuff in order? Here you go. We mm-hmm. thought of everything. Here it is. <laughs> your gratitude yeah. box? There you go. Your top three for the day? Good to go. Your schedule? Good. an inspirational quote from Plato, here you go. You know, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, there's a a sample that I'm looking at has a quote from Plato. (laughs) I think there's just been, you know, a lot of different pre-created or pre-made boxes for you, lists, Mm -hmm. you know, things that are already there for you so you don't have to worry about, you know, making all those lists yourself. It's right there. And if all of those fit your daily needs, then that's perfect, right? Yeah, absolutely. I will say one of the weird things I did notice as far as like a a weekly planner checkbox section is in the sugar paper essentials planners. They have sections on the left side for like your week overview. It's like to do, don't forget. But then there's a section called to call slash email. Very specific. We talked about this. (laughs) We mentioned this briefly during our a uh, 30 minutes or so chat before we started recording and I was like huh that's a very specific box to have to call slash email I mean I don't know about you know the rest of you listening to this audience but for me personally I don't have a ton of people on my call list anymore so that's really interesting to me it's weird to say (laughs) this is very goofy to say within our community there's become a resurgence of calling people (laughs) (laughs) yeah some of us actually call now what is that like yeah Yeah, we joke that we are on each other's calling tier like the wow your friendship is calling tier anyway yeah it's just it's i think it's just like it's a good joke right like Mm -hmm. how do you who do you actually call in your life for me it's very few people so having a whole column every single week to call somebody it's like dang 
you got some calls to make. Like, this is a busy person. And I think yeah. that's what these these planners really evoke to me is, like, they're really trying to give you that helping hand of thinking everything before you have to think about it. Um, and so, like, there's, like, a whole setup at the beginning of the planner and this day designer. It's, like, set, start the big picture. Like, set your goals, personal goals, family heart and spirit, financial goals, work career, or study goals. And so they, they try to give you ways to like build your routines too. Like there's a, des- like a design your days, like be intentional. Here's some ideas of like how to do your routines. And in the sample on the page, it says morning routines, plan, plan your day early, identify the three to do's, fitness, family time, and evening routine is take time to be grateful, recap the day, celebrate progress, prepare for tomorrow. So it's just really interesting how they they really try to help you get on course for getting your plan kind of together for every single day. And for me, that's a little constricted because I was like, well, I would love a built-in habit tracker, just like blank. I don't want you to tell me what they are. I just want a blank tracker. Not necessarily mm-hmm. just a checklist, but it is very pretty. And I think it's nice to have that ready to go, right? Yeah. And I think an interesting thing that I just thought of while you were talking about this is the front pages of the Jibun Techo uh-huh. usually has these lists built in as well, but it, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more neutral. There's also an empty uh, spread where you can just like make your own list. I think um, there's other ones where it's like, things you get recommended for or recommendations or something along those lines. Uh, and yeah, the built-in habit tracker, they have a sort of a Gantt chart looking, you know, um, spreads of the months at the beginning, which is really interesting as well. But like you said, nothing's really built into those pages. It's all blank. It just has the months and the dates, and then you can just use them for what you like. So I think you and I are more of the types of people who appreciate the flexibility in mm-hmm. planners and just, you know, we'll fill it in as we go. No problem. But like you said, for folks who really like that structure or maybe are starting out or, you know, need more of those additional reminders because they just got a lot going on. I think some of these will be really helpful for them. I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's for people who are starting out for planning too. I think having all these options and these suggestions really go a long way because if you're handed like a mostly blank notebook with just some days on there, that can be really intimidating and almost not helpful sometimes too, right? Like if you have a lot going on and you don't know how to get it sorted in your head, just writing half of it down or having it unstructured maybe doesn't help a lot. Um, this reminds me of a friend who was asking for recommendations for planners. And I was, of course, like, here's this Hobonichi. Here are these high tide planners. Here's this and here's that. And she's like, oh, actually, like, I'm trying to use the happy planner because it really has this structure and these things that are really helpful for me and, like, this flexibility. And I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. And so it, it is cool to see these, I think, really approachable planners for people who are trying to get into planning really available Mm -hmm. at places like this, like at Target, at Walgreens, because it's like a nice friendly introduction of like, hey, you want to come in? Here's an entire kit to learn and we're going to help you get there and we're going to check in with you. Let's do it. And I I like that. I like that. And you can always expand on some of these categories and pre-made boxes and lists as well, right? So if you need more room for gratitude as the days go on. Maybe you have a separate gratitude journal for that. And maybe that's something you find out that you really like doing because you use one of these structured planners. So I think it also gives you a lot of ideas on what you can do on your own uh, after the fact, after you've used these planners and you're like, okay, what's next, right? Yeah, absolutely. I will say the one disappointing thing about both um, Sugar Paper, maybe it's not disappointing, and Blue Sky though, 
I don't know what kind of paper they use. <laughs> yeah, we us being us. tried looking. We tried looking because, yeah. yeah, we were curious and we couldn't find, at least on, at least immediately, right, in the same way that this information may be available for um, planners from Japan and Taiwan, for example, just to give an example, we know what, how heavy the papers are. We know how fountain pen friendly they are, things like that. Um, it was a little harder to find that information on the product description itself, I would say. Yeah, so when I went to the Sugar Paper website, um, the product details list their paper, for some of them that I looked at, was crisp white text paper. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. That tells me everything I need to know about these planners. And not in a bad way. It's just that the paper isn't necessarily a priority for these books, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's something that they put together, and I think they have a very premium look. But as you may know, fountain pens aren't really a big thing here in the United States. Like, they, they are, I think, for certain schools. I think maybe older schools. I hadn't seen a fountain pen, honestly, until I was an adult. Like, I just never yeah. saw one. So I grew up in Texas for context. Now I live in California. And I, I didn't know that people grew up learning fountain pen writing and stuff. So I think the focus on paper is a little different, right? Like it's not as important, I think, because a lot of people are using like ballpoints or gel pens or whatever it may be. And so paper, sure, like those can still be affected by your paper, but I think whatever paper they're using is still like totally fine for all of those mediums. But like if you put something heavy duty on it, it might have a hard time. <laughs> but yeah, not, not sure, not specifically for these papers, and you never know until you try. And that's actually what I wanted to do, but I couldn't find the ones that I wanted to use for testing. Um, but I did find that Blue Sky has printables. That's all. They have free printable pages. So I did find that, which is pretty cool. So they have like little little student checklist, teacher checklist, daily schedule checklist. That's kind of nice. They're just like little like gold trackers, just free printables. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Awesome. And the positive of printables is that you can print it on any paper you'd like. So it doesn't have to be on printer paper. If you've got sticker paper, you could use that or, you know, any other paper that you have that you can print on. It's very flexible that way. So I do like it when brands offer that option to people. Yeah, me too. Um, it's nice too, because then I don't have to design my own things for weekly inserts if I need to, and I can just print these out. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what we found. Again, trying not to look at like Office Depot and other places that are more specialty stores. Um, but it's cool that there's just so many different kinds of planners out there and things to consider when you're building your planner schedule. And obviously we have our favorites, but uh, it's good to see what's out there. And Chelsea, you want to talk a little bit about Korean planners too, because we don't, we don't see much of the Korean planners, I think, unless you're following folks who are specifically working with Korean stationery. And I feel like that's a little rare within the communities that I've seen so far. Yeah, so something I really enjoy, I follow a couple of Korean stationery brands just to kind of see, you know, what they're up to. They also seem like really, really nice folks who mm -hmm. have these awesome small businesses. So I do follow a few brands here and there. This is by no means a comprehensive list of all the Korean planners because there are so, so many Korean stationery brands that I am definitely not aware of. Uh, and so this, these are just the ones that I happen to be familiar with. One of the ones that I really think is cool is this brand called Soso Mungu, and they have a half diary. And it's basically a six ring diary. And something that's really fun is one of the refills that's offered is a half refill. So 
they basically take up the three rings. Um, and so you can literally divide your diary, you know, horizontally in half and use it that way just across the whole year. Um, and so there's different types of refills available. And what's interesting is the half diary material um, on the front. I'm sure they'll go into more details about this if I go into like a half diary description page instead of like a refill page, but it's more of like this paper material. So that's something that you also see a lot with Korean planners in general is some of them do have that leather bound surface or that look, but a lot of them will also have just like paper covers as well like this. Mm -hmm. And it says if I scroll down to the bottom enough, it actually tells you it's 100 GSM. So that's actually interesting ah. um, for people who, you know, um, the weight is important to them, which um, it definitely is for me. So that's one thing that I looked at that is really fun. And then it's got this like pocket in the front cover as well, where um, they have um, papers and other things tucked in there, pencils and things. And um, you know what's interesting, Miranda? What? I had just told you during our little 30-minute pre-recording chat that mm -hmm. typically you don't see a whole lot of fountain pens displayed with the planners in Korea. So a lot of Korean brands will feature ballpoints and gel pens and other types of just everyday pens that you have. But actually, in this refill product page, in one of the photos, I think they're using a fountain pen. This looks like a Lamy. I'm not quite <gasps> sure. But it looks like they're using a fountain pen in one of the photos. So oh. that's really exciting. Yes. Wow. You love to see it. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, this is just something funny that I noticed is that, you know, again, across all of the Korean planners that I'm going to talk about, a lot of the um, product photography is with just like ballpoint pen or simple highlighter or sometimes even pencils, actually. So that's just an interesting trend that I noticed. Um, another one that I have here that I'll talk about um, is this brand called Object. And I've mentioned this brand before, I think, when I was featured on the Stationery Cafe podcast. Mm -hmm. And we talked about, you know, what are some brands that you like and would recommend. Um, they're a pretty big, well-known brand in Korea, especially within like the stationery community. And they do some interesting things. So one thing that I have linked here is basically their yearly planner. And each year they have, again, a very minimal aesthetic type of planner. And uh, they collaborate with a couple of different other brands and artists to create different versions of the same planner. So they might have a different cover. And then inside the monthly pages, there might be some different illustrations and stickers that are included. Uh, layout by and large is exactly the same. It's just the aesthetic, the inside and the outside, and a couple of accessories that it comes with that are different. So this particular one that I'm looking at has a very like messy notebook aesthetic and it's really mm -hmm. interesting. Lots of like doodly things and um, really sort of chicken scratch kind of writing and, and stickers and things, which is really fun. It does look so cute. Like, I think that messiness, yeah, yeah. it's very thick lines, too. It's not just, like, scratchy. It's just bold, mm -hmm. messy, fun. And those pops of color that you get on the pages, like, they're special because it, it stands out so much. 
Yeah, and it's really fun because some of the doodles as well, the lines are not even straight. They're very squiggly and, you know, messy looking again. And they really just go in with that aesthetic. And I think that's really just different than what I typically see in planner and planner goods. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. It's so cute. Yeah. yeah. And again, they have a couple different um, collaborations of these as well. And the one last thing that I'll mention is, again, something else from Object. It's called a third diary. And you, <laughs> yeah, it's basically, uh, you can just use this. It's designed to fill about three months at a time, I believe. And there's these interesting external, uh, like the cover has, you know, the months listed. So you can kind of circle it. You can write about it. Um, the spine of the planners also got numbers on it. So you can either mark it or put stickers on it to indicate, you know, what months did you use this for? I will say the weekly and monthly layout is pretty standard. So the monthly is very much standard uh, Monday start. And then the weekly is actually like an eight box layout, which mm -hmm. I think some of us are already familiar with. And yeah, it's just very plain, again, very minimal aesthetic. And I just like that at the front, they give you that option of yeah. the months that you can circle and write about. And there's like writing room as well. They have it on the spine too, which is really cool. So it's like just one through 12. And in the sample picture, they have like just circles around the dates that they used it for. And I don't mm -hmm. know why it's just really charming. Like it's just so DIY in a weird way. Yeah. But because it's just like, oh, do whatever you want. I'm like, wow, this is a lot of freedom here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you can put whatever touches you want on it. And mm -hmm. the cover itself is really clean and this crisp white as well. So you can put stickers on it. You can put a cover on it if you wanted to. Something else that I've seen in the Korean planning community and the diary community in general is also the popularity of this like clear PVC look. And mm -hmm. so for something like this, I think you can easily decorate it on your own and then put like a clear plastic cover over it and have that be its like own little thing that you carry with you. So yeah, those are some interesting ones that I've come across. And I mean, again, like I said, there are many, many more. Um, I think there's one site that you also wanted to talk about, right, Miranda? Yes, on Etsy. So I've shopped from this site a few times before. My friend Emerys very kindly recommended it to me a while back. It's called Dubu Dumo. And it's cute and dangerous. So it is a lot of Korean stationery. A lot of it is unbranded. So if you go to their planners, I think their category that they have for like planner slash calendar is 582 items. Wow. It's a that lot. That's a lot. It is so many. And so many of these planners are so stinking cute. There's a lot of 2023 ones. So if you want something that's really alternative, like that's, there's just... It's just a mysterious tome. It's just a book. More tomes here is what I'm saying. Because, um, like, there's this one for, like, these daily planners, but it's this bound book, and it's huge. It is just a large book, and it's so cool. I don't know why, because it just, it just looks so appealing to hold, but so impractical. If you're, if you're adding a bunch of ephemera, like, this is probably not for you. You're going to break that spine. Like, you will probably kitty cat collar it just, you know, over the knee. It's gone. Mm -hmm. Sorry, kitty cat collar did not break a spine over the knee, but she has broken spines because she is such a fantastic <laughs> journaler. It is a little bit of an inside joke, but also, now you know. Now you know. Uh, shout out to kitty cat collar. Uh, go check her out on Twitch. She plays The Sims as well. 
Anyway, um, spine breaking aside, these are just so cute and very minimalist. So I think similar to what we were talking with before, these may have a little bit of mysterious paper. So you're just getting, I think you're paying for like the aesthetic of it. And like maybe the paper's good. Um, you never know until you try. And they're mm -hmm. just so cute. And it's such a cool little shop. So I would recommend checking it out. They have some of my favorite stickers there and some other neat items. So um, if you if you want to try something new for your planner system, I guess you could try, like look there because there's just so much. There's so much to look at. It's almost overwhelming, honestly, but it's all very cute. So definitely lots of options and tons of different aesthetic choices to mm -hmm. choose from as well, especially for the external covers. So it ranges from very pretty pastel toned stuff to like brighter colors and more, you know, popping graphics and things like that. So it's really, really fun there. I just found an A4 large monthly planner. So they have, oh. it's just so bold. And it's basically like you open the page up and it's just a grid. And at the top, there's M-T-W-T-F-S-S. -S, so like Monday, mm -hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's just like the letters and that's it. It's just such wow. a bold thing. So you can like start anytime you wanted. And it just looks so, so cool. <laughs> I wouldn't use it, but I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just. I don't know. Man, planners are cool. Planners are yeah. so cool. Um, a very quick correction, though. I was clicking around a tiny bit to like read into something, and the Day Designer is actually its own brand. However, oh, okay. there's Day Designer for Blue Sky, so they oh, do have gotcha. a mailing address through Blue Sky, but they also have their own like flagship planners, and I think the ones that they sell through Blue Sky are like a lot more affordable. Because I think those were like from twenty to thirty to something dollars, and the ones on like daydesigner.com are like sixty eight dollars. So, okay. so I think it's just like a more premium brand that they have like for their own website versus the ones that sold to retail through like uh, grocery stores and such. So, just if you see that, that's that is a difference that I wanted to note. Um, but yeah, I have one more thing. I know we're getting a little bit long again because apparently we're just in sixty minute podcast now. But <laughs> <laughs> um. Chelsea, so one thing we were talking about before the show as well is with a lot of the American planners that you have for some, I guess some that offer like that daily option, I don't see it being as versatile as like the Hobonichi where we use it for memory keeping, right? So I don't use my, or I didn't use my daily Hobonichi. Now I'm going day free. We're day free. Mm -hmm. We're wild. Um, but <laughs> sorry, I'm getting very excited. Um, so with those U.S. planners, they are all ring bound. They're cool. But I wouldn't say they're a good stand in for daily memory keeping in the same way that we do for like the Hobonichi, right? I think right. because the Hobonichi lacks that same structure, whereas like there's not checklists. It's not something built in. It's like you got this big grid and you get a quote and the date. That's it. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I think it really lends itself to memory keeping. And of course, for us, for who have fountain pens and other kinds of pens, um, sorry, I just saw this incredible thing on the Etsy store that I was looking at on Duodomo, and I have to look away. I'm leaving this podcast. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Guys, there's a receipt diary. It looks so cute. Anyway, this I'm is gonna... um. <laughs> let it be known that this is Miranda's squirrel moment. I know it really is. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Okay. Um. Anyway. 
<laughs> okay. Um, back to my train of thought. I'm not allowed. Guys, don't let me have Etsy open while we're recording a podcast, all right? <laughs> it's forbidden. No spend, Miranda. No spend. Okay. <laughs> um, but back to topic at hand. You can't really substitute, I think, memory keeping in the same way we do for Hobonichi, right? Like, I think that's sort of a thing we see with a lot of these other players that like you hope when you decide we're uniquely situated yeah and i think the trick here or not necessarily maybe trick is not the right word but just the understanding here is that the more minimal planners are the easier it can be to use them for just multi-purpose things whether it be planning or actual memory keeping or gratitude or whatever else that you want to use your journals for for me personally the less guidance I have the more I can explore the different pages Mm -hmm. and what I want to use them for oh yeah absolutely and I think the Korean planners you showed as well I think were also good candidates for memory keeping especially the one that was very evocative of like the hours layout we see and to, Mm -hmm. to clarify too the hours planner that we we see the research research yeah ours research journal research journal exactly because as i say i think it has journal in the title um that's not the only planner obviously that uses that layout of like these Mm -hmm. like eight squares across two pages like that's kind of uh, common in a lot of places i think if you look hard enough Mm -hmm. um so i think i have like yeah i have a johan studio one right next to me that has the same exact layout it's super cute Mm -hmm. never used it It it's really bad um but that's to say that, yeah, the more freedom you have, the easier it is for, like, different kinds of, I think, uses. So it's, like, if you want a dated diary, essentially, maybe these aren't the, the thing. But they will help you plan your day. Yeah. You know? They're determined. And there's one tiny thing that I totally forgot to talk about. And yeah. so I'm just going to bring it up real quick. This is a small planner called Handy Diary. It's Ooh. really cute because they're, it's really small. It's Would you for say it's reference. Handy? Yeah, definitely handy. <laughs> it's uh, the size measurements given are 120 millimeters by 70 millimeters, so 12 centimeters by 7 centimeters. It's really small. It's supposed it's so to fit cute. in your hand, I think. And again, very minimal layout. It comes in two different types. So one is called Handy Diary. Uh, this is from a brand called Analog Keeper, by the way. One layout is called Handy Diary, and it's a weekly layout, Mm -hmm. and it's vertical, but the overall form of the notebook is much more horizontal, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it's sort of like those notepads you can sometimes buy that has just like the week in front of you, and you just tear off a page per week kind of thing, Mm -hmm. except it collapses into, it folds in half into a little notebook. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And another layout is just a simple grid layout, and that's just called Handy Book. And it's super cute. And it's uh, you can also buy it for six months, for 12 months, or just a book. And there's all these different um, colors. And it's just a really, really cute layout. And as I mentioned before, a lot of the photos here in the product photography, it's featured with like ballpoint pen, and other highlighters. I think these might be like mild liners. I'm not 100% sure, but definitely they look featuring like mild liners. Yeah, yeah, certain highlighters and mechanical pencils and those of the like. 
but the covers are really pretty colors as well. And so I've seen some of the planners and notebooks from Analog Keeper just floating around in certain parts of the community. And so oh. this is also something that I thought was interesting that's very much pocket size, very small, very portable, but still has that same sort of minimal aesthetic. And, you know, um, you can write your to-do list on here, which is how they write it. But I could also see people totally keeping this as like a health journal or a gratitude journal or something that this they want to record every day yeah yeah such a lovely gratitude journal like if you just want one next to your bedside table or like by your coffee pot while you're brewing coffee or tea that would be a really nice thing you could say it's handy definitely handy <laughs> like its name <laughs> i'm so sorry um i will say they're pretty bold because one of these photos like is very zoomed in on the week but it's the back side of another page that's been written on and you can see like the little the little markings from the gel pen mm-hmm. or like the ballpoint pen that they used and unfortunately it shows a little bit of bleed through from the highlighter yeah i was like dang i don't know if that was the product shot you wanted to go with but at least you're being honest mm-hmm I think it was just showing like a real use case of, you know, this is what it it looks like. like. But honestly, that's, that's nice. It's like, oh, okay. If you're highlighting a lot, it might look a little like this. It's not a ton, Mm -hmm. but just, just a very light, a very light hint of blue on the other side, maybe. Uh, But it's cute. That's cute as heck. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love planners. Did I almost buy a day designer planner? Yes. But then it was $68 (laughs) and I said, oh, Maybe we're going to get this receipt planner instead. But also, what if I just don't buy any other planners, Chelsea? What if I don't? We'll get to that soon enough, (laughs) I think. We're at the end of September, as I said at the beginning of this episode. And I mean, I don't want to sign us up just yet, but we... We have to do a Tetsukaigi episode we at do. some point, right? A 2023, what are we going to use? Things like that. Um, that's what Tetsukaigi means. It's just to kind of look back at, you know, what you've used this year, what worked, what didn't work, what are you going to do differently next year? Basically, it's a chat about planner lineup. I'm sure that's going to be in our future. It so has we'll to talk happen. then. Yes. We'll talk then and see if this uh, any of these planners or the ones that you saw in this Etsy shop are included in your lineup. What if I told you... That I took a look at the Thinking of You, which is the Mr. Eggplant collaborative planner that I love. What if I told you I looked at it and I was going to pre-order it, but the the shipping was 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 awful. It was too. It was more than the planner, so I didn't get it yet. And I was probably going to mm-hmm. order it through a blank note. But what if I change it out for something else? What if I try something different this year? Um, All right. Tune in. Tune in. Continue <laughs> to tune into our podcast to find out more. Let's not give too many spoilers here for future episodes. That's true. That's true. I'm, I'm more interested in what you're going to get. I want to know. I don't even know. Yeah. Do I even know? I think you know most of it, actually. Okay. But see, am I a terrible yeah. friend? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Quick, tell, tell me your best friend's planner lineup. Tell him. <laughs> or else. <laughs> Are yeah. you really friends? No, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, all right, let's give you guys a drilling prompt and get out of here. Uh, this right. one's from you this week, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So a little bit related to some of what we've been talking about, but somewhat adjacent to it. I want to ask you all, what is your favorite page format and why? So there are lots of different formats, right? Um, some of you love blank pages. Some of you love lined pages. Others swear by grid slash dot grid pages. And there's lots of different layouts available for you. So would love to know what your favorite page format is and why it works so well for you. 
Yeah, and then of course, don't forget to tag us on Instagram at Words and Roses. Um, the tags have been really wonderful. We saw that someone got their own stationery cart. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't want to mention them on this on the show just in case they're not comfortable with that. But thank you so much for showing out to us. That was so cool, and I hope you love yeah. your new stationery cart. It's been that was lovely to see, indeed. Yes. The coolest thing too is you can roll it around your house, and no one can stop you from journaling anywhere you want. They're like, what are you doing? It's like, listen, I'm mobile now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, unstoppable, <laughs> unstoppable journaling. Exactly. Take it with you and anywhere. <laughs> if you do respond to any of these prompts on a journal page, so um, in addition to tagging us at the Instagram account Words and Roses, you can also use the hashtag Words Roses Prompt, and we'll be checking that as well. Yep. All right. And with that, we will see you all in two weeks. So again, that's going to be on October 15th. We'll have an episode uh, for episode five and then maybe potentially something a little spooky on October 29th because mm-hmm. we like Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah. And with that, um, Chelsea, before we head out, got anything to shout out? Not much else, but I think, you know, if you want to find me, I'm available at Those With Words on Instagram and Twitch. Awesome. And then, of course, you can find me in the same places on Instagram, Havoc Grows Writes. I do have a different Instagram. It's at Havoc Grows, and that's just like my personal account. I post video game stuff there. A little bit more related to my work and daily life. But um, other than that, you can also find me on Twitch at Havoc Grows. And with that, we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.